Hey guys, welcome to part two of my football, football conversation with Charlie Mullen. Uh, Charlie, uh, I can't believe it, but it's Super Bowl week. Uh, it's a matchup that uh, we all predicted before the start of the season. Okay, only diehard LA Ram and Cincinnati Bengal fans could have predicted, but the LA Rams and Cincinnati Bengals are meeting in Super Bowl 56. Uh, I'm sure you predicted the start of the season, right? Yeah, yeah, we all did, didn't we? Yeah, sure, of course we did. Joe Burrow coming back from a serious knee injury. Yeah, we knew he was going to make the Super Bowl. Who didn't? And we all knew that Matt Stafford would just slot into the Rams' offense and, um, you know... Um, finally prove to people that he's good enough to reach the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I, I knew this was going to happen. I put, I was so confident I put £1,000 on it. And, you know, I think the odds of these two teams getting to the Super Bowl were 300 to 1 over here, which I think is, um, is that 3,000 plus 3,000 for you guys? Uh, something like that. Uh, something like that. So you the guy who won 60 grand on the Bengals making the AMC, winning the AMC? I, I couldn't possibly say that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, if, if it was me, Dylan, I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. <laughs> you'd be at, you would be at the Bank of England. I would indeed. So I'm... Um, obviously in the UK, the Super Bowl is a little different compared to the Super Bowl here because the Super Bowl in your neck of the woods starts at 11.30 when it's prime time here. So could you talk about the Super Bowl in the UK? How big is the Super Bowl? Yeah, it's massive. And just, um, sorry, my, my odds calculations wasn't very good. It would be plus 30,000 um, for these two teams to make the Super Bowl. And I think it would be plus 50,000. Um, if the Bengals beat the Rams, so if you had have had to put a money bit of money on that, you'd be well off now. Um, the Super Bowl in England is massive. Um, I've been following it from the 1980s when it first came on our TV screens over here. Um, unfortunately, the um, the late kickoff times meant that um, I had to um, listen to it on. Arms Forces Radio and Television Network Radio Service, which wasn't the best. Um, even more difficult when you had school the next morning. Um, but it's it's growing year by year. Uh, we're getting obviously regular season games in London since 2007. I think there's been 30 so far. <clears throat> Pardon me. So the game as a whole is massive now in England, and um, the Super Bowl. There's more Super Bowl parties. Um, being hosted up and down the country so despite the time difference people are now sort of prepared to forego a bit of sleep to watch the um the final game of the nfl season and you know there's also the the halftime show for a lot of people to dip into um which probably would be about two half two in the morning which i'm looking forward to this year with uh eminem and dr dre and mary j blige and and the likes so yeah no i'm looking forward to it Snoop Dogg. Ah, oh, Snoop. Yes, indeed. Yes. Um, so yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to the the whole the whole Super Bowl experience. Um, I might get some sleep before the game starts and see it through 
to the final whistle. And um, I'm hoping it'll be a very entertaining game. I mean, if it's anything like any of the games in the playoffs this year, boy, are we in for a in for a treat. So uh, thinking back to your favorite Super Bowl memories, I mean, obviously you. I mean, look at the helmet. You're a huge Dolphin fan. I mean, Miami hasn't been to the Super Bowl in thirty. All right, all right, all right. I don't need reminding. I don't need reminding. Hey, my Jags have never been to the Super Bowl. <laughs> my Jags have never been to the Super Bowl. But no, that's, what, that's are, true. what are some Super Bowl memories that you have? Well, um, my hatred for the 49ers comes from a situation that we're seeing this year with a second-year quarterback making the Super Bowl. And that was um, when the 49ers beat my Miami Dolphins, uh, Joe Montana and all that, 38-16, I think it was. So my hatred for the San Francisco 49ers began that day. Um, favorite memories, um, William the Fred uh, Perry scoring uh, Super Bowl twenty. That stands out for me. Um, what else is there? Um, there's been a hell of a lot. It's the, the 20-3 comeback, obviously, was a more memorable game. Um, Antonio Holmes's catch in the last second for Pittsburgh against the Cardinals. Um, you know, the big plays you remember more. Obviously, Dylan, you know, you're, you're talking to somebody who watches this in the middle of the night. So by the next morning, you've forgotten half the plays. So um, I'm quite impressed that I've come up with the ones that I have come up with. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, um, I, I enjoy the whole, the whole experience. And, you know, the, the, the closer the games, the better. Obviously, when, pardon me, when Tennessee came up one yard short, uh, there's another, you know, great, great Super Bowl that came down to the final whistle. I think that's what we all want, isn't it? A Super Bowl that is still undecided, entering the last couple of minutes, two-minute warning. Uh, when it's a one possession game and it could go either way. So hopefully if we get something like that in a fortnight's time, um, we'll be happy. Yeah, I can only I can only dream of what the last two minutes will be of my Jags for leading up seven and the other and thinking, holy crap, we'll two minutes from winning the Super Bowl. Mm. You'd I find don't... a way of losing it. You'd find a way of losing it. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I mean, we. I mean, maybe the Cleveland. I mean, you imagine if like the Detroit Lions and Jacksonville Jaguars, two teams that have never played for the Super Bowl, did so. Mm. Well, you look at this year. You look at Cincinnati. Anything is possible. I mean, I know the Rams. I know the Rams. Obviously, um, well, what's the word? Um, bet their future draft picks on reaching the Super Bowl and winning it this year. Um, they don't have a draft pick, on a first-round draft pick until 2024, I think it is. But, you know, the the veterans that they've brought in, Von Miller, Odell Beckham Jr., um, they've certainly added a lot on both sides of the ball. That, um, that decision to go all in to win the Super Bowl this year has paid off for the Rams. But, um, you know, you look at the other side of... Uh, you know, you look at the Bengals, and uh, they're not there just to make up the numbers. Um, nobody gave them a chance against the Chiefs before the game started. Even less people gave them a chance when they were trailing by 18 points just before halftime, in the second half, I should say. So don't write this Bengals team off. And, um, you know, they've got two weeks to come up with a game plan to beat the, um, the Rams. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. How do you see the game going? Uh... 
I think it'll be a fascinating game. I can't wait to see this game. But uh, what's interesting more than the game, it's almost betting on the game. And how, and you know how people, you know, how, how much money people will bet on the game in the UK? A lot. Um, I think all the major betting companies are running special offers, as I'm sure they are in the States now that more and more states are opening up their um, legislation to allow gambling, online gambling. Um, so I think this is like a one-off for a lot of people. Um, people have texted me asking me for like tipping advice. And, you know, my advice to them is what I tell you, back the opposite. And you've got more chance of winning than backing the suggestions that I suggest. But um, a lot of people sort of look at it and go, it's, it's a one-off. I'll put a few, you know, a few pounds on a few bets here and there. I'm sure it's the same in America with like horse races, you know, like the Kentucky Derby. Some people might bet on that because it's a one-off event for them. It's Super Bowl for people in England and the UK. It's a chance for them just to sort of dip their feet into the NFL betting market and see if it's a market that they can perhaps win from. Um, and there's so many markets to choose from that the possibilities are endless. Uh, it's just choosing the right bet, obviously. But yeah, there's um, there's a few bets that I think are standing out at this moment in time, looking at the early markets. The Rams are four-point underdogs, which, sorry, four-point favorites, I should say, which I would agree with. They're the home team, uh, which is the second time this has happened in 56 Super Bowls. Uh, I think the over-under is currently 48.5. I would go for the over, um, certainly in that situation. I don't know about you. Um, but there are other markets. I mean, what I like about the Super Bowl is the um, the player props that you have on offer. Um, you look at the playoffs so far. One that stands out for me is Joe Mixon. Um, the over/under for his rushing yards at the moment is sixty-three point five. Now I would go for over on that. What about you, Dylan? That's interesting because Sam says because LA's got a good run defense. I actually think I'd take the unknown then. I mean, Sam right. Cisco only rushed the ball 50 yards, and Kyle Shannon's got a great run, run rushing attack on most occasions. But LA's been formidable on the on the ground. And generally, if Cincinnati's winning, it's going to be with Joe Burr. I think I actually take the unknown then. Right. Oh, interesting. Okay, I've got three more here that um, we can go head to head on. Um, the over/under for Matthew Stafford is two hundred and seventy-eight point five passing yards. I'm going over on that. What says you? Uh, thinking two seventy-eight point five. I mean, in LA, I, I I'd see it. I'd probably lean over. Ofa, I mean, if this game turns with it being in LA, no weather concerns, fast track. I th- I think the Ram, I think Stafford would put up two eighty. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're both going on that. Cooper Cup over one hundred and five point five. That's what I'm going for. Um, the guy is just phenomenal. Um, so that's what I'm going for. Over 105.5 receiving yards for Cooper Cup. What do you think? Over or under? 
Uh, I don't think you. I don't. Be honest. I'm actually surprised you. I'm surprised you're getting that good of more because I was seeing I was seeing more higher lines. I was seeing more higher higher numbers, but to me. If LA wins this game, it's gonna be it's probably gonna be Cooper Cup. I mean, he's getting I mean he's averaging over 100 yards a game. I think I mean if you said I mean, would it surprise you if he went like eight for one ten and a touchdown? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I'd be very if that did happen, I'd be very disappointed actually. Yeah, for 110. I would expect him to have 150, to be honest. He got okay. he got ten for what what he got hundred and forty something yards last Sunday night. Well, last time against the Niners. Yeah, I think so. I think the remarkable thing about Cooper Cup is the um, the yards after the catch. Um, you know, he can take a, a slant pass and turn it into a forty yard gain in the blink of an eye. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, I think I think he's got the capabilities of torching the. The Bengals secondary. Um, I think he's going to have a big game. Um, the other one that stands out for me, um, I don't know if these figures are different to what you see with your American betting sites, but Odell Beckham Jr. over 5.5 catches. I'm going over for that, definitely. That's interesting. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, 5.5 catches. I mean, it seems like Odell Beckham and and Matthew Stafford have gotten some kind of chemistry lately. Mm-hmm. It seems like Odell is fitting in nicely with with uh, the Rams, uh, way better than he was in Cleveland. I mean, Beckham got nine catches. If you told me he got, if you told me Odell Beckham got eleven targets again, I don't think I I think he would get a lot of. I think he'll get a lot of carries. I'm just looking up here to see how many catches uh, he's get. He got six catches against Tampa, nine against the Niners. Mm-hmm. And I, I I, would not be surprised if he got – I mean, you said five and a half. I think I'd probably take the over in that situation. Yeah. yeah. So it's only the Joe Mixon one that we're um... – we're split on, but um, well, time will tell. But um, I've been doing a little bit of research as well, and I was looking at possible records that could fall in the um, Super Bowl. And staying on the subject of Cooper Cup, the receiving yards record in the Super Bowl. Dylan, do you know what that is? Uh, Jerry Rice. Super Bowl yeah. 23 against the Cincinnati Bengals. I think it was 213 receiving yards. Oh, 215. Unlucky. Dang it. That's, that's incredible memory. That is well done. So, so I knew it was against it. Well, I knew it was Super Bowl 23 against the yeah. Bengals. Yeah, he's MVP in that, wasn't he? Super Bowl MVP. Um, Panda didn't win. Sorry? Only MVP Montana didn't win. That's correct. Yep. Um, now you're probably thinking 215 yards, Cooper Cup, no chance. I have to point out to you, obviously being living in England at this moment in time, Cooper Cup holds the record for the receiving yards in an NFL London game with 220 yards. So he has done it before in London. 
So why can't he do it in LA? Um, so that could be a, a Super Bowl record that falls in uh, 10 days' time. Um, another one that's... That, sorry, what? Was that at Wembley or Twickenham? Wembley. Wembley. I was actually at that game. And I unfortunately got into the media centre just as his um, press conference was ending. But Jared Goff was next up and um, I got to ask him about the record and he didn't see that record breaking in an NFL London game for quite a while. In fact, he was actually hoping to break the all-time NFL receiving record, which I think is 275, 280 yards. But unfortunately, he fell a little bit short on that. But um, yeah, he's capable of doing it and a couple of big runs, uh, a couple of big catches and you never know. But um, that's, that's one. Another bet that I'm not sure what you think about this, the record for the most sacks in a Super Bowl. Who holds that record? Uh, uh, how many? Uh, you were probably minus 15 years old. Uh, how, is it as a player or team? No, player. Uh, if you tell me what stadium it took place in, I'd probably give you. I'd probably give you the name. I haven't got the stadium written down, but it was Super Bowl Ten. Oh man, that would have been Super Bowl Ten. That would have been Steelers Cowboys in Miami. Wow, you're good. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Uh, Randy White. No. Other team. Oh. Uh, let me see. Elsie Greenwood? Correct. No. Yes. Correct. Well done. I am very impressed with that. Very impressed. Yeah, he had four sacks on the day. Do you think Aaron Donald could have four sacks against uh, a Bengals offensive line that gave up nine sacks against the Tennessee Titans? Well, since then, he did very well against Kansas City. Well, he did. He did. Although Burrow, I think Burrow escaped a, a few of those sacks. Oh. How, how he got out of those sacks is beyond me. Yeah, the one Frank Clark, was it? or um, uh, And uh, Chris Jones. Chris, Chris Jones. Chris Jones, yeah. Uh, that, was, that was incredible, especially the, the second move where he actually skipped out of his grasp. He looked down and he saw the arms were just about to tackle him, so he kicked his way out of it. That was sensational. And he ran for the first time as well, maybe, did he? Um, he got out of bounds anyway for a good gain. So, yeah, Aaron Donald, four sacks, possibly. We saw how Aaron Donald was so destructive last weekend that anything's possible. And um, I'd say he'd fancy his chances of setting a new record in the Super Bowl. So that's another record that could fall. And you mentioned him earlier. Pardon me, McPherson. Um, the record for the most field goals. Do you know what that is, Dylan? Oh gosh, I'm trying to think of a field goal festival. You would have been minus. Back? You would have been minus twenty-five, I think, for this. How far back do I have to go? Nineteen sixty-eight, I think. Mm-hmm. Second Super Bowl. 
Oh, I, I don't even know who the Packers kicker was that day. <laughs> Don Chandler. But it's also happened a second time since, well, yeah, since then. Now, now you got me. Now, I didn't think I'd be looking up like thinking about field goals and Super Bowls. Okay, how far back is the next, is the uh, more recent one? Super Bowl 16. Super Bowl 16. That would, oh gosh. That'd be 49ers, Bengals in the Pontiac Silverdome. Wow, your memory is amazing. I don't even know who the kickers were in that game. San Francisco's Ray Wershing. <laughs> the record is four field goals. Now, as you well know, Bengals have kicked four field goals in each of their playoff games, I think. I'm right in saying that. Yep. Is that right? Four in each of them? Yeah. So, yeah, um, he only needs another one. Um, the rookie with the incredible leg and the cockiness as well. I loved what he said after the, um, the kick to win the divisional round, when he says, well, I guess we're off to the AFC championship game. That was before he even kicked it. I do like that. And, so. and, and after he, and when he kicked it, it's like, that one, that one looks good. Like that one looks, that one looks like a kick should be. Yeah. yeah. And I was a 52 yarder and literally, every, and literally you cannot kick a ball better than that. That looks like. No. No, so there's 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 a few bets and a few records that could fall. Well, I've got uh, I've got a trivia question for you. Go on. Okay. This is actually involving your Miami Dolphins. I'm going to test your memory. Oh God. There was a famous number thirteen who was Super Bowl MVP for your Miami Dolphins, but it was uh, not Dan Marino. No, Jack Scott. Yeah, that was too easy. No, I just know a lot about my team. Come on. You must be impressed with that. Yeah, and then who was MVP the next year? Oh. Uh, that was for the Dolphins. Yeah, who was MVP for your Dolphins the next year? Yeah, Larry Zonka. Yeah. Come on. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, who do you think wins the Super Bowl? Um, I think the Rams just edge it. I want the Bengals to win, but I think the Rams will win. I think a lot of those players were obviously there a few years ago when they lost. The coach was there when they lost. Um, so they've got the experience. They're playing in their home stadium, which counts for a hell of a lot. Um, listen, Joe Burrow is a fantastic story. Um, he's proved already that there's no game big enough that's going to disrupt him from the way he plays. So it wouldn't surprise me if he played another near-perfect performance, um, whether he is given the protection to stay in the pocket or to make the key plays. Um, he's got the running game that will help him as well. But I just think 
I just think the Rams, the Rams will probably just age it. I think McVeigh, his experience of coaching the Super Bowl, he said he was out coached and I played the last time when he was there. He'll have learned from that. And I think probably from morning after that Super Bowl loss, he'll have been working on a game plan that if he did get back to the Super Bowl, these are the things that I would do differently to win. So I think the Rams, but I do want the Bengals to win. What about you? Uh, to be honest, uh, I think it's an extremely competitive Super Bowl, but I think LA wins the game. Uh, yeah, I think you've got two similar quarterbacks. You've got two quarterbacks who aren't going to be afraid of mistakes who will throw the ball down the field. But in the end, I think the Rams are better are better on the offensive and defensive lines. I think LA's got a better offensive line, and I'm not sure if Cincinnati can protect Aaron Donald and Von Miller for 60 minutes. Yeah. And plus, I think I think Jalen Ramsey can sort of maintain keep Jamal Chase in check, but I'm not sure how the Bengals are going to match up against Cooper Cup. No, no, I agree with that. Um, it, it's, you know, it could come down, you know, it's, it's a toss of a coin really, isn't it, as to um, who wins this. And I don't mean overtime, which has been very controversial. I'm sure Bill's fans are loving that coin toss now. Yeah, well, they're the rules. Everybody knows the rules. Um, so, I, if it's well, a good game, and I hope it, last, uh, last time against Cincinnati, you got the coin toss and Mahomes threw an interception. Exactly. <clears throat> so, I think if it does go to overtime, call tails, not heads, because heads doesn't win. Tails never fails. And then, and then the Bengals called, and then the Rams called tails and its heads, and Joe Burrow's throwing the touchdown pass to T. Higgins. Exactly, exactly. But um, I just hope it's a good, exciting game. Um, it better be because I'll be staying up, losing a lot of sleep. So I like my sleep, and um, the game better be worth it. Otherwise, otherwise you gonna have. A, otherwise, you'll have a bunch of cranky people in the UK. Correct, correct. But um, the, the Super Bowls have been quite entertaining the last few years. So, um, yeah, there's no reason why this one shouldn't be. Yeah, much different Super Bowl because I don't. I, I'm confused. There's no Tom Brady. There's no Peyton Manning. There's no Ben Roethlisberger. There's no Patrick Mahomes. There's no Aaron Rodgers. There's Matt Stafford and Joe Burrow. Yeah, well, I'm pleased about that. You know, we can get too com comfortable with having Tom Brady there all the time and Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes or somebody like that. I think it's time for new blood to come in and entertain us during the Super Bowl. Um, Tom Brady, obviously now he's retired. He's finally announced it today after everybody else announced it for him. Um, yeah, um, it was getting a bit tiresome seeing him in a Super Bowl. Fair play to him for the achievements of getting there year after year and winning seven Super Bowl rings. 
But um, the league's moving on now. And Matt Stafford, what a story that is. Um, couldn't do anything in a disappointing Detroit team for many, many years. Comes to Los Angeles and is in the Super Bowl in his first year. So there's just so many fascinating stories. Um, Joe Burrow's story, the Matthew Stafford story, the Odell Beckham story, um, Von Miller story, Super Bowl MVP not so long ago. He's back in the Super Bowl now. Um, you know, uh, Zach Taylor should have been fired last season. Team stuck with him. And Zach Taylor was quarterback coach for the Rams. Yes, he was. Oh, yes. Okay, so so it's a little bit of familiarity. Yes. So there's just so many stories happening all over the place, and obviously the um, the rookie kicker for the Bengals as well, McPherson, could be a dream day for him, dream night for him. Um, listen, the game is being played in Los Angeles, the home of Hollywood. There's going to be a star at the end of the game, and you know. There's so many storylines just waiting to be written. Does that mean the Lombardi went, that mean the Super MVP gets its own Hollywood stall on the Walk of Fame? Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine, you imagine, uh, let me find uh, Tyler Boyd next to Tom Cruise on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not? Why not? And the record, actually, by the way, um, I think this is the 13th Super Bowl in California. The NFC has won um, seven of the 12. So I'm not saying that's, you know, it's not an outstanding stat, but, you know, seven to five in the NFC's favor. So thanks for hopping on, Charlie, for our conversations. And uh, we wish you Super Bowl well. And hopefully uh, the lack of sleep Super Bowl Sunday is worth it. So do I. Thank you, Dylan.